Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. How's it going? Pretty good. Well, we uh, watched a little movie called T2, but not the T2 you guys are thinking of. Train Spotting 2. Train Spotting 2. Jimmy, do you have a synopsis? I sure do. Uh, first, there was an opportunity, then, there was a betrayal. 20 years later, Mark Renton, Obi Wan Kenobi, returns to the only place he could ever call home. They're waiting for him, our old buddies, Spud, Sick Boy, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. And Bigby. Sorrow, loss, joy, vengeance, hatred, love, fear, regret, self-destruction, and mortal danger are also all lined up and ready to welcome him. Bum, bum, bum. March 17th, 2017. Happens to be T2's, my buddy's, birthday. That was crazy. It's interesting. I like this movie a lot. I thought it was fun. I love the first one. Um... Strangely, these are the, the train spotting is one of the movies that Lisa and I cross on. Out of all the movies that cross on, like outside of Marvel movies, because uh-huh. most movies she won't watch with me because they're too fucked up and weird. Okay. But this is one of those movies we cross on. So we, we cross on train spotting, and we were really excited when train spotting 2 came out. Like I rented it. It's one of the few movies she watched with me from when I rented movies. Okay. Uh, what did you think? I don't think you're going to like my answer. Okay. I fucking loved it. Wasn't that fucking great? <laughs> fucking you were so hesitant it. about going into it too. I was because the thing is, like, I didn't want it to be like a mixture of like what it was, and then I didn't want them to use clips from the old movie to whatever they do. But the thing is, they did perfectly. using the clips works so well, especially when you're bringing up old arguments. Yeah, and it cuts back. Well, they to, also like, do a couple where they film younger people dressed as which them is super. Like honestly, like after, when I first started, it's. Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan on a treadmill, but you don't even know recognize it's him. Then he has, he has like a heart attack, right? And fucking like smashes against the wall and he almost dies. And then like it cuts to like a montage of like them as children. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there's Ewan McGregor. Okay, that one's supposed to be sick boy. Yeah. And then it showed fucking Tommy, and my heart dropped. I'm like, fuck, it looks just like him. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, that little boy. And then like, that was super good. As soon as I saw that, like. My tear, I, I teared up. Like, did you really tear up when you saw Tommy? You're like, oh, because then what's gonna happen? And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, the first movie was. Well, that's a movie we watched a lot. Like, I in love general, that movie. we watched a lot. I didn't. It, it took me a while, and I, I think I watched it for the first time over here. I couldn't watch it because someone told my aunt told my stepmom that it was like kids. Okay. Well, and I don't. Okay think it is not really no, no like it's not but my aunt was like oh it's like kids but they're in scotland and they do heroin and they had seen kids already so they're like oh well you guys can't watch this yeah 
But yeah, like I don't like I watched that movie like, I don't know hundreds of times. Yeah, the in the first one, and then watching this one, like as soon as like you McGregor, I'm like I don't know what's going on. This seems weird. I don't like it. It does. It, it's, and then it's, it, it cuts it cuts into like the scenes of the, the opening the credits with like the kids and like and it goes back to like him coming back to Edinburgh. You're like fuck. Is he gonna fall into right. his old ways? Like what the fuck's gonna happen? And then it's. Uh, I like how he goes up to the girl and is like, where are you from? Yeah. And she's like, from Russia. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and then, like, I got so hit with nostalgia just yeah. seeing Spud. Well, they call that out. I'm kind of jumping ahead. They call that out oh, in yeah. the middle of the movie. He goes... Sick Boy does. Sick Boy calls out the whole fucking movie. Yeah. He goes, no, this is nostalgia. This isn't You're living good. in the past. You're yeah. living in the past. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you see Spud, and I'm like, and you're like, fuck, that's great. And you're seeing him, how he talks about how he ended up meeting the girl that he, like, fell in love with and, like, had a kid with. And then being, or being there with the kid. Mm-hmm. And then how his world got fucked over by Daylight Savings Time. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was late to hour late to this. Well, that's the, same, that. like, that's the same girl from the beginning, from the first movie. Yeah. It's they, the same girl. They, they tied they, everybody yeah. in, which I really love, because, like, everybody was back. Everybody was Everybody's back. Everybody's fucking back. Except, except for, for Tom. Mom, well, except for his mom. Yeah. And Tommy. Yeah. And then so, but his mom's there for just a little bit too. Well, you see a flashback. Is that a clip? I think it's a clip because you saw... You well, saw what the, I loved about it was that, that shadow. You, the shadow of the mother. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Spud's like an hour late. His whole life goes to shit. He's in like... He's on and off heroin the whole time. Yeah, and, and then he's in that meeting and he's talking about like, you know, it's like, what about heroin? He goes, well, it's my only friend. It's never left me. And it cuts to him... In the stands, looking at the empty chairs, yeah, and I'm like, dude, like this hits so hard to yeah. like all this shit because like immediately you're just getting really heavy blows on like where these people are. Then you see Sick Boy, who's now like forego the the moniker of Sick Boy and is now He's just Simon, Simon. <laughs> yeah, and like and like so Simon is now like. He's like a private eye slash pimp, like... Yeah, now he's, like, fucking blackmailing, like... And blackmailing people. Yeah. And now he's, like, a cocaine addict rather than, like, doing heroin. He's just and we all get that. We've all been there. I, I have not. Anyways. Um, but, like, it's... Uh, I like how, like, you see it with that strap-on dildo and, like, how he just kind of pushes them. And you're like, good for you for making your fucking, like, move. There's, like, it's a shitbag way of making money, but at least you're good at it. But then later we find out that he's not great at it. He fucking sucks at fucking storting people. And, like, yeah. you know, he's barely making it by. And he has that bar. He owns that bar is all that he has. Oh, is it, he owns a bar? I thought he was just working there. No, it's his, it was a dance bar. He got it. Oh, okay. okay. passed away. But, um... And then you get fucking... Begbie, uh, who's in jail. Beg, yeah. So... Well, did you, did you... Very British. Did you pick up why he was in jail? Like, what happened? No. So he beat the shit out of somebody... But he was thinking of Renton when he beat the shit out of somebody, and he fucked the guy. I don't know if he oh, killed him or what happened, okay. but he fucked the guy up so hard that he got twenty years. No shit for like assault and batteries. So I think he must have killed him then if he got twenty years. Yeah, for sure. Then. But he he goes. He says so at the end when he's kind of chasing him. He goes, "Yeah, I was put in there for twenty years because I was I was beating somebody up, but I was thinking of you." Because even Franco was just fucking psycho in the first one. Like, and I like how they do the callback, too, talking about how crazy he was. Yeah. And then, like, when, like, uh, Spud's writing, like, his memories or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, Well, I like how Spud is... I don't know if that's what it is in real life, but I like how Spud is a stand-in for Irvine Welsh. 
Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know if that's what it is yeah, in real yeah. life. You know what I mean? I don't know much about Irvine Welsh because this is the only, this is the only story I've, from him I, I know. Yeah. But um, I think I, I I don't know I don't know how much of it is he was actually Spud, but that's what they I, that's what I'm kind of assuming. Yeah, because like when he's writing all the stories of what's going on, he uh, or towards the end, uh, Bigby is just kind of reading these. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, I remember this, and he's just reliving his fucking like yeah. terror that he used to give to people. How he fucking threw the glass and shattered it on the girl's head. Mm-hmm. He goes, we ain't leaving until we figure out which one of you fucking cunts did it. And then you're like, oh fuck, like. Because all he wanted was destroy everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like... Um, but, so, yeah, so you see it. But I like how British it is in that fucking, like, we're talking to his lawyer. And then the lawyer gets uncomfortable because he didn't fucking speak up for his... Yeah. His guy. He's like, he goes, he goes you can push that fucking out button. button. <laughs> 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 and then, um... So, yeah, so Begby has somebody stab him. So yeah. And just go to a hospital. But I like how he's got, like, books of, like, acupuncture and different stuff. He, and he's very technical. He's yeah. like, okay, you're going to puncture me once here, about two inches, and once on this side, two inches, and blah, 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 <laughs> And, and the, guy's like, the guy's like, puts it through the guy, the guy, you can tell he's spun out. He goes, yeah, dude, like, whatever, like, or drunk or whatever. He's like, I got you. And then he just fucking just jabs him all <laughs> the way through. And his back. And he's like, oh, shit. He goes, ah, you fucking prick. He goes, like, you want me to do the other side? No, you bitch. I fart. <laughs> He pierced my fucking liver. And then, like, uh, so he's in the hospital. And then I like how, like, Franco's just very much like, uh, don't, don't even, like, why even put the the cuffs? I'm not going anywhere. And like, all right. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he fucking gets the fuck out of the hospital. And then fucking beats that fucking blood donor guy who steals his, like, coat to get well, out. Yeah. And then he gets home. And he's really disappointed that his child wants to go to college and, like, be better than him. Yeah. And then, uh. So and then goes, he can't get his dick hard to fuck his wife. Yeah. And then, like, that's killing him. Like, he's just making him more and more upset. And then, uh, yeah. So then Renton goes to see Sick Boy. I'm sorry, Simon. No, he goes to go see Spud first. Oh, first he goes to see Spud. That's right. Because Spud has decided that his life is shit and he's going to kill himself. Yeah. So he's uh, duct tape a plastic bag over his head, has done heroin for the final time, and is uh, about to kill himself. He's about to die. And then um, Renton just happens to. Yeah. Fucking peer inside his house. And Obi-Wan Kenobi fucking pokes a hole through the wall, sees it, fucking kicks Jedi it. kicks it, and fucking runs to like, help him. But right before he gets to him, uh, Spud pukes in his own bag and is now choking in his own puke. Yeah. And then like he fucking rips it open. And rather than Spud being thankful, he goes, You fucking ruined my death! No, like, you ruined my life! <laughs> you ruined my life and now you ruined my death! And he jumps on him. Oh, that puke is just like yeah. flying on him. <laughs> So this is where I, I was like, fuck, I already love this movie. Because it's taking that same grossness of the first movie. With the shit. With the him the swimming in the toilet. The toilet yeah. yeah. And then bringing it back to this one. And, like, there's times in this movie where, like, they're in the same locations. And, like... No, they pass that toilet. Yeah, they the pass pub. that toilet. And then they also pass, like, the beginning scene where, where, like, where they're running. Yeah, where they're he, running. they do that a couple times. They pass that. And part. it's just... Flawless, where it's like you see it in the background, and they align the shot just perfect, so it plays like the movie would have played. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's having a, like a weird, like hallucin, like like memory hallucination. Type yeah, thing. of uh, like the past, and you see it just take place. And he, he turns around to see them running, and it's just like they did it so well. Like it looks flawless. It looks yeah. like they like, and especially when you have young Ewan McGregor with like old Ewan McGregor, it's and then like then the baby version of him, like it's yeah. like, and how like he's now 
looking back on his life and seeing like where he's at and what he's been through and like what choices have been made. I think they made, both like, at one fuck, point dude. go over there and like they they have different reactions though. Then they both at one point yeah. like they're the same spot. walks by yeah. and then but they're not they they go at two separate times yeah. though. And then Spud walks by but he just kind of laughs and keeps walking. Cuz he remembers yeah. the fun times and where you know Gregor is now looking to get over it. Yeah. And like cuz either he's going to die or he's like but even then, like, they make a, a comment about, like, Spud. Spud and Simon are... are, are Mark and uh, Simon are sitting down, and they're talking about, like, he's got... He's going to die soon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, he's got 10, 15 years, and then... Psh, or he could die tomorrow. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, like, kind of, like, this, like, weird, like... Maybe seeing this as an adult now, after how much I loved the first one when I was younger, like, it... it it puts a different spin on that movie. Different spin completely. And it has, like, a very, like, yeah, like, those were fun times. And, yeah, that's what we did. And, like, choose life. But, like. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like. And I like the choose life speech in this movie. Oh, yeah. A lot. And it's, it, all of it just, it's like, it's like, that was the past. And, like, yeah, you could sit there and be grateful for it. Or you could just be better. You know yeah. I mean? And, like, man, this movie speaks so much to, like, trying to be better. Mm-hmm. on everyone's behalf like Simon's not great but he's, but he's trying to be better yeah you know what I mean Spud is a failure in everyone's eyes in every which way possible too but he's trying to get better yeah you know what I mean like it's it's just there and even like you think Mark has nothing to gain or whatever but like his bullshit and his antics like put his mom to an early grave you know what I mean? Yeah. And also put a strain on our relationship with him and his father. At the end, I really needed him to fix that. And they did it so simply. Like, yeah. I was fully emotional throughout this whole movie. Like, yeah. I, I was all over this place. Because it was just like a constant, just like, punch to the heart. And it's, I mean, there's some funny shit, too. Like, oh, it's, it's funny, yeah. It's, it's funny as hell. Yeah. Like, it, that whole, my favorite scene... Is when they're gonna go to the rip off the the bar. Oh yeah, the sixteen oh nine. Yeah, and all, and and, the and, all the, and all the Catholics died. Yeah, <laughs> or, or all the Catholics the, died. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's that. I mean, uh, I, mean I like how he meets his old uh, fuck buddy from years ago. Oh, uh, she's the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And she's the lawyer. But I like how like you don't see it up until he gives his speech about choose life and like. At first, he's like, "Oh, it's a game we used to play. It was an old like." Drug- yeah, they, well, they make a joke of the of the, the of Wham. Yeah, it was, the, it was the Wham thing. Yeah, and then they're like, "Yeah, it's like," and then like it was like a joke about like you know drugs, like choose this, choose life, blah 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 blah. But then like in the middle of it, he switches it to himself mm-hmm. and the shit that he is saying. So it's like it turns into like a weird introspect on him as he's saying it, going on about this, about like where he is in life and how's this and blah blah blah. For two seconds, you see that he's followed up on her, to see her as a lawyer, to see her going to like. That's like this is a reasonable rate. That's an hour. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like one of those. Where it's like, and she fucking tells him that that girl's too young for him. Oh, for <laughs> sure. People yeah. fucking tell him that. Yeah. Because she was sixteen. Yeah, it's like or she was 15. still in, she was still in school. Well, sixteen is the legal age in. Is it in England? Yeah, okay. but I think she was fifteen. Is what okay. it was. Because she wasn't like... Because he was like 26. <laughs> and then you got Ewan McGregor butt and Johnny Lee Miller butt in this. Yeah. Uh, well, because well, he, he tells like Begbie, 
he tells Bagby that Ren's in town. Yeah. And they're gonna... Well, because fucking Bagby just shows up randomly and like, uh, what's he gonna do? You know yeah. Mean? The guy's psycho. Because even in the first movie, they're all terrified of him. You know yeah. I mean? This one, there's even more so because he's Yeah, he was the asshole with the strong arm, essentially. Yeah. I like that they pay the respects to Tommy. Yeah, and that's when they have, that, they have that whole, this is nostalgia, this isn't yeah. anything good. Yeah, and that, that made me happy because it's one of those where it's like, it's a fallen friend. You yeah, know what I mean, like there, there were a group, and now that group is now a trio. One of the things we're, we're missing is that Sick Boy and uh, Mark are gonna open up a brothel. Oh yeah, and that's kind of the big driving force in this is that they're gonna open up a brothel with. Um, Prior to that, Sick Boy decides he says, "Fuck him! I'm gonna take his money because I know he's doing good. <laughs> like, yeah. so I'm gonna fucking roll well, because he brings him back because he, he he brought him back his money. Yeah. He goes, look, I fucked you over." Here's the money. Here's yeah. the sixteen grand I, I fucked you on. Yeah. Oh, four four thousand because they're split it four ways. Yeah. And so like he gives him four grand because he gives Spud four grand in the beginning. Well, he, but Spud no, was like, no, he gives he he leaves Spud four grand at the end of the first movie. Yeah, and then they said, what the fuck do you think I was gonna do? I was a fucking junkie. You gave yeah. me like I spent it all on drugs. You piece of shit. And then like Mark's like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, he gives uh, Simon his like four grand. Basically, he tells him like, hey, kind of like, what's up? And then like he lies to him, tells him that his life is good. And tells him he's got like kids and whatever, yeah. and then he doesn't. Yeah. And he tells him like, no, I was. No, but I, 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 with somebody but I like like it. What rang true about this too is like, I have some friends that there's like a weird competition be, between the two of us, where we just kind of like tolerate each other, but we're cool with each other, always checking. Yeah. But it's like, but when we get along, we get along so fucking well, and it's just like yeah. watching like Sick Boy and Mark. Mark comes back, he goes, I fucking lied, scoot over on the couch, and they're just fucking hanging out, and just like, watching music videos, and they just fall right back into their routine. Of yeah. And like, yeah, so, I mean, in the middle of this, Sick Boy has this girl that's kind of hanging around him, yeah. that's not dating him. His girlfriend. His girlfriend. It's my girlfriend. It's my girlfriend. Lay off her, don't touch her. <laughs> but like, she's like, I'm not his girlfriend. Yeah, we fucked once. And she paid, and he paid her, because she was a whore. Yeah. No, they, she even said she they didn't he didn't pay for it. It was just like a fuck. Yeah, but and so Renton starts fucking her. Um, sick boy is ready just to be like, you know, fuck everything. Like I'm I'm, I'm gonna screw him over. I don't give a shit. Yeah, and so then he tells Begbie, and then they're gonna try to get him at the same place. Well, because like, sick boy is terrified. Begbie, because when he walks in, it's like, oh, what the yeah. fuck are you doing here? You're supposed to be in jail. Yeah. He goes, I got out. You know, like, uh, then he forces him to go downstairs in, like, the yeah. that basement. And then he sees all the weed and he goes, oh, get, get out of there. <laughs> and then, like, he's, like, telling him what's up. And he goes, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, Renton's back. Like, how about that? And he goes, yeah. like, okay. He's like, well, calm down. I'm trying to fucking steal him. I steal his money. So yeah. let me do that. And you can have him afterwards. And then, like, it's just funny how, like, Sick Boy just fucking just. His little bitch and just betrayal. Like, because in the first one, he was always kind of seemed like a badass, like kind of the one in charge and the one, like, whatever. Yeah. And this one, you realize all that's to shit because all that was a lie. Yeah. Because he's a little bitch since yeah. the beginning of the movie to the very end. <laughs> because, like, even with the uh, the other guy, the Walsh guy that's running the pimp for all the other saunas. Yeah. How he's like, oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where they take him into the woods. They yeah. take him to the woods and they're like, strip naked. <laughs> He goes, like, uh, he goes, you know I can have you killed at any moment. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, truly, truly, I get that. And then even Ren's like, who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I like how they're like, all right, off with your clothes, all of it, and then everything. And then, like, they both just kind of fucking, like, not even, like, a, 
a fight. It's more like Ren just kind of looks at Sick Boy like, oh, you piece of shit, and starts taking off his shoes. Yeah. Next you know, they're fucking naked running through the fields. Yeah. <laughs> but then, this is after the fact that um, we're, they're at the club. Was it after the club? There's, yeah, so they were in the, before this, they were in the club, and they were, um, they had that night of coking, like, just doing a bunch oh, of yeah, coke, they, or, yeah, no, they they're doing heroin, right? They do heroin, and Sick Boy, and, and Spud's, Spud's all pissed off, piss off at him, and he's Because like, he's aching for it, and he's just, he's he like, wants it. Because in the beginning of the movie, uh, Mark tells him, like, you know, like, hey, you have to take your addiction, and you have... You, there's no stopping it. Once you have, you're once you're addicted, you're addicted. Yeah. But you could just refocus that on something. So he starts writing on something else. So just fucking do fucking boxing. The guy's like, boxing. I don't know. He goes, that's just an example, Spud. Like whatever. Then like, yeah. So like, he actually takes on boxing, gets his ass fucking knocked out. But then yeah, he just starts writing, and then like, which takes his focus away from everything else. And, yeah. Like, you see it the moment he starts writing, everything mm-hmm. starts slowly shifting into like a better position for him. You know yeah. I mean? And then, like, he's able to... And even to, like, at the end, like, he shows what he wrote to his ex. To... Oh, yeah. To Gail. To Gail. And she's like, hey, to, like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this isn't bad. Like... And I like how she goes, I have a title for you. And I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, it's like... <laughs> and so, but the thing, too, it's like, even as he's writing, like, he's not good at a lot of things. But Veronica tells him, it's like, I like your stories. I like... You should write them down exactly how you say them. Well, have you ever read Train Spotting? And then, like, no, I haven't. It's... Written in phonetic Scottish. Oh, really? That's why. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of references like that, but yeah. So, uh, but like, it's written in phonetic. It's fucking hard. To, you had to listen to. It. I had to listen. To oh, it. you know, I think I tried reading it once. I have, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. borrow it probably. Yeah, and then so, but like, and then, but you see him as he starts to do that, like everything starts getting better. He could focus things on better. He's building the sauna more. He's more active. He's more in control. He's like yeah. actually bringing people to work and do things for him. And like he's planning like whatever and he's talking about ideas in a clear manner. Like you see him right, but congrats. it's so well like filmed. It's a gradual build but you see it perfectly from beginning to end where he's just he's got his shit together. And mm-hmm. like his friends are not aware of it because they're so far up their own asses to figure out what the fuck's going on because they're both in denial of where they are in life. You yeah. know what I mean? That they're just like, whatever. But yes, Bud's fucking rocking like a little fucking scared bitch because he should be scared because it's... The one thing that can destroy One him. thing that could destroy everything that he's been working on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, good for him for not doing it. Shitty for his friends for doing it in front of him but also, yeah, that's what Spud needed to, to see... Yeah. And to be aware that he didn't need to participate. Mm-hmm. Because if he didn't see it and he heard about it, then there would be that nostalgia of like, fuck, if I was there, I would have done it. You know what I mean? But to be in the room and to have that will to not participate, like, I think that helped him way more than anything else. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. And then, so they get all drugged out. They do a bunch of coke. They go down to, like, the bar. And they're hanging out. And fucking Franco goes fucking marching into the fucking, like, club mm-hmm. after he t- popped a bunch of fucking, like, boner but pills. popped, like, four Viagras. Yeah. And then, so, like, uh, Marco... Oh, that, well, that Marco's point, like, I got well, in the bathroom. At that point with Begbie, though, he got in a huge fight with his family because he wants his son to be a thief and, like, a piece of shit like he is. Yeah, like a rough And his son's boy. like, no, I'm not gonna do this. And and if you fucking... And he kind of sends up to his dad yeah, to wearing that protect his mom. shirt and tie. He's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? You gonna wait tables? And then, like... Yeah. And then he was like... And so which he, is like a was, weird stance, too. But there, there... I know people like that, too. Yeah. Where, like, 
they don't want their kids to be better than them. And so they will step in front of them. I don't even think it's that. I think it's he wanted him to be a fucking thief like he was. I, I don't think it's like a be better. I don't think, you know what I mean? Be like, you don't think that was a be better? No. Yeah, I took it as more like, you're too good for the fucking family ways. You're too good to fucking follow my footsteps. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe, I guess. But regardless of whatever, he fucking yells at his fucking kid. His t- kid fucking steps up and like he, they get fucking nose to nose with each other. Yeah. And he goes, fucking take a swing, bitch. Take a swing. Take yeah. a swing. I'll give it to you. Free shot. And he son doesn't sit, do anything. And he goes, so I fucking thought you don't have the fucking balls. And he turns around and then like he hugs his mom afterwards. But what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What do you do? Ooh, question. Have you ever stepped up to your dad or has no, Johnny stepped had, up to you? No. No? Has Johnny stepped up to me? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Johnny has not stepped up to me. No, no, no. But have you stepped up to your dad? No, I have no reason to. I had to step up to my dad once. He just got drunk. And when he gets drunk, he just gets too aggressive and too whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, all of it is just pain. You yeah. Know? And then it's, I just got tired of it one day and he just wouldn't shut the... He wouldn't just let loose. He was getting up in everyone's face. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like... I told him, like... You can say whatever you want to say. If you want to box me, you can beat the shit out of me like you used to. But like, it ain't gonna happen. Like, I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll I, take I you take down. Punch. I could take you down. And he goes, "You can't." I'm like, I could totally take you down, old man. And like, he just got in my face. He goes, "Fucking do it." And then I'm like, "No." And he pushed me. And I just, and then as he was going for a hook, I just fucking hooked his hook and just fucking just grabbed his arm, pulled it behind him, and just held him down. And he just, he just raged for a bit, and then he just fucking just crumpled. And then he was like, at that point, he was like, just let me go. I'm like, uh, all right. And then it was like a very, like, it didn't have to go this way. I, my anger shouldn't have, like, been triggered that way to, like, push yeah. him. But, like. But someone swung at you, and you reacted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that, uh, I think there was, like, a, a giant ego, punch to the ego for my dad. Yeah. But also one of those where it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be a weird thing between. I've never, I've never had to like do that. I, you know what I mean with my with my pops. Yeah. I've never had to do that. I never it felt like you know what I mean. But Frank, like he so, just so, he's pissed off. He fucking like takes those boner pills and, and he goes just, to the club. Goes and the then club. He's, but Mark goes to the fucking bathroom. And so does Begby. And Begby, and then they're still hanging out in the club, and then fucking Mark is popping more boner pills. Not and Mark, uh, Big Boozies. Uh, and, he, and he, drops drops his, one. he drops the fucking packet. Yeah. And then fucking Mark picks it up. It's like, oh, careful not to take more than the offer of dosage. And the guy's like, fuck you. He's like, give me my fucking pills. All right, all right, bitch. All right. Here's your fucking willy pills. And he drops them back under. And then and like, they realize. And then they both like sit there for a while because they're, they're not shitting. They're just hanging out in the, yeah. in the stalls just to fucking like. Let loose. To just. Kind of clear their head for a moment. Yeah. Well, then they both stop and they just look at the ball <laughs> in between each other. And they're like, I like how they're just like, this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how like, Bart is already has like thing ready to like fucking like leave the fucking bathroom stall. And then like, Big Beep just pokes his fucking fat head over. And they see each other like, you motherfucker. And they fucking take off. And then like, they race into like a fucking parking structure. Big Beep shows up with a fucking knife and he's like, where the fuck is he? And yeah. then like, at that same point, Sick boy's like, where the fuck is this bitch? So he goes outside, makes a phone call, and fucking his phone rings, and then like they like, yeah, fucking sets the chase. Jumps on in the car, gets uh, stabbed, gets stabbed, cuts his whole fucking arm, and that's when the next day, the next that morning, because they, whatever, that's when they get picked up by that fucking Welsh guy. Yeah. Oh no! So basically, after that is uh, he ends up going back to Spud. 
That's right. He goes back he, to Spud. That's, that's right. They, and they all go to Spud. They so Begbie goes to Spud to figure out like, okay, our friend's in town. You, you know have where, to know yeah, where he's right. at. You know where Mark's at. So where the fuck is he? And he goes like, he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Then he sees all the pages and pictures mm-hmm. everywhere, and he's like, okay. He goes so, and he starts pulling stuff up, and he's like reading stuff from the past, and he realizes that Renton paid Spud four thousand dollars when he left, and Spud was aware that he left mm-hmm. with the money. Yeah, but Begbie didn't know that, and so then yeah. he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And then so like Spud is terrified because he's about to die, or whatever. Yeah. And then like, but then like he like tells him to read it. He reads, and then like he reads a story about Spud being crazy. And he's terrified how he's going to take it, but he laughs at it, and he grabs more of his names and has him read it, and he enjoys, like, reliving these, like, moments of him being a complete fucking asshole. Yeah. That's where he's like, okay, cool, and then Veronica shows up, because he just gave her the package, like, maybe hours beforehand, to read of his stories, and she came over to talk to him, and then he goes, oh, like, I know you, like, you have to have this fucking number, I know you're so-and-so's fucking girl, give me your cell phone. And that's where he says, okay, cool. They make the trade for the cell phone for both their lives so they could take off. Yeah. And Bixby's like, meet me at the bar. At that's midnight. right, yeah. And then they have that big fight in the bar. And so, yeah, and so fucking, like, uh, Sick Boy shows up to the bar. Is like, kind of fucking, uh, how, like, hell yeah. Swagger. Yeah. And then he realizes, like, we're going to fucking pull one over on fucking Mark right now. Because they just got the money, the yeah. hundred. $100,000 for the loan that they wanted for their business. 100,000 pounds, yeah. Yeah. And so they're like excited because they're thinking, oh, we're going to fuck each other over. This is going to be fantastic. And then um, at that point, as that's going on, Veronica talks to Spud and says, I need you to write a different ending to this story. I need you to do something for me. And we don't know what it is, but she's making Spud do something that he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And then so... Uh, back to the bar, we find out that fucking sick boy walks in thinking he's gonna fucking like pull fast one on fucking Mark and take off there's the money. And there's Renton right there just fucking sitting down saying, she's not here. And then like, you know, what's going on? And then like, at this point, fucking Spud comes running back into the bar mm-hmm. because basically what he's done is he's forged both their signatures. Because he talked about earlier about how he can forge anybody's signature. Yeah. And so he forges both the boys' signatures to give her all the money. Yeah. And then so as why she wants it, we still don't know at this point. And then but as she's telling the story, um fucking Franco comes in and he's mm-hmm. like, Okay, well fuck it, here we are and drops his fucking bag and everyone's terrified. And as they're talking, I like how he walks up to Sick Boy, thinking that Franco's unarmed, he fucking reaches in for a fucking like a fucking mallet stick and just fucking backhand sick boy. He goes down and then his whole focus is all just fucking rent. Martin Grand, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, ah, shit. So he fucking runs upstairs like a scared bitch, hides in the fucking, like... One of the rooms. The like fucking... The mirror room. The mirror, mirror room. room yeah. For the, for the, it was going to be for Which the, a great sense of, like, you know, reflecting of who you are. Yeah. You're now fearful if you're going to die. You have no one to blame but yourself. And in everywhere you're looking, it's just a reflection of yourself. Yeah. You know, who you are at this moment is just a scared little bitch. Has done nothing but like abuse their friends, and then now you're getting the just yeah, uppings on what's going on, and then you get this fucking horrible beatdown. Like, 
fucking brutal. Like, it was fucking, like, especially when fucking, like... He throws him and he's like, choking he and stuff. He throws him, he hits his fucking back, and you're thinking, oh, cool, he's not, he's just fine. But that reverberation on that metal bar pushes him up, loosens that wire, and goes right around his neck. And he fucking is choking. And I like how Bigby is just fucking walking down, like, thinking, like, whatever. And I'm thinking, they're friends. Maybe at this point he's seen his friend literally die in front of him. He'll help him. No. And he walks over to his legs, and he tells him, just calm down. And he pulls down on his legs just yeah. to get that death even faster. Like, what the fuck? It was, it's insane. Like, I yeah. didn't see that happening. I'm like, this is how this fucking movie ends? But uh, you get spud to the rescue with a fucking toilet to the fucking face. To his face and knocks him out. Yeah, fucking, thought it killed him. Yeah, they do the job, and you're not knowing they kill him until the end of the movie when he the police pull him out of the back of that trunk. Yeah, and then so yeah, they end up putting him in the trunk, and then they're trying to figure out what's going on, and they they take off, and then that's when you find out like they have no money. The boys are continuously fighting, continuously yeah. betraying each other. It's a very toxic relationship, and then but you, they just end up hanging out because they, they they're, they're just friends. Yeah. They're friends, like you know, it's like as long as there's no need of a competition between between the two of them, they're cool. Because even Mark said it in the first movie, like about like quitting heroin. Like he always was super jealous because Simon could quit like that and not even whatever. But he knows his buddy's jonesing for it and he's just waiting for him to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's a competition between the two of them. If there's no competition. They're very loving with each other. Yeah. And you see it. But I like how they when they have a fight between the two of them. They're like, who the fuck sold Tommy his first fucking, like, you know. Who the fuck, yeah, and he yeah. calls him out on the baby. And then he goes, yeah, well, who the fucking, like, was too busy living their fucking high life to not take care of their fucking baby. And then, like, it's just brutal shit yeah. back and forth. And if you're like, that's why I love this movie, because, like, there's no, like, sugarfooting anything. No. Like, it's like, these are old friends, and any boundaries that you most people would have, they don't have. And if you want to come at them hard, they'll come at you hard, too. And, like... Both sides could attack each other all day, but it's not going to change anything. The past was the past, and like, yeah, yeah Simon's baby girl's dead. You know what I mean? Mark fucking killed His their friend. their friend. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's like, what do you care? And then they all bonded again at the very idea of like them doing heroin together for the first time when they're like fourteen, something like that. Yeah, and then like, cause even Simon says in the beginning, it's like we did heroin together. You did it first. I did it second. Your blood's flowing through my veins. And right, because they shared a needle, yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, yeah, these these people are closer than close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, they may hate each other, but they're tethered together in this, like... This weird way. This drug friendship. And, yeah. like, they resent each other, but they love each other. And it's just like, this is a bromance. This is a bromance. Yeah. But, uh... I fucking loved it. Like, there's type of there's, there's times in this movie where like I almost teared up. Like I t- almost teared up multiple times in this movie. Well, and it's because it's so good. It's it's one of it's it's almost a perfect sequel. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Like I literally I rented for one, it. and you're one who hates that. I mean, you, you how many sequels have we done where you're like, fuck this, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, you didn't like James and Bob reboot, but yeah. you fucking love this. I love it. I love it so much. It's I honestly like I was pretty pissed. I didn't buy it because I rented it well, let's go buy it now oh no for sure like I love this but like I, I this is truly a great great movie and I've been fucking telling people all week to fucking like 
watch this movie. Yeah, and because you were so hesitant, like it, yeah, I, I, I it came out three years ago, and I've been, I'm like, dude, you should watch it. Because I love the first movie so much. It's a a giant part of my life. Is that where you found Iggy? Was that movie? No, uh, you found Iggy before. Yeah, and then because I used to love David Bowie. Oh, so, so yeah. you, from David Bowie, you always go to Iggy. Yeah, but like this, the Transpotting was such a. Do you like that remix of Lust for Life at the end that they do? Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like that's one thing I didn't like about that's the only thing I didn't like. What did you think of the soundtrack? The soundtrack for this is good. I like it. Even that weird this... creepy video that Simon was watching on the couch? Yeah. I fucking like it too. Did you go look for the soundtrack? I did. <laughs> you know how they got the the beat for Lust for Life? So Iggy and David Bowie are doing drugs and writing music in in Germany. Yeah. And they're waiting for like Because David Bowie was producing Iggy's yeah, album. Yeah. And so they were waiting for the American feed to go through of of um like they would watch cop detective shows. Okay. And the wait when you wait for it it's 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 a it's a signal so it's beep 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 Shut up And so one day they're hit they're just hanging out in their hotel room and they're waiting for it to come on and Iggy starts Doing his, doing that, and they so both start looking at each other, and that's how they made the music for Less for Life. For Less for Life, dude, that's fucking is, rad. Is yeah, is just him doing the beat for that, and that's yeah. that's that's what it is. That's rad. That's super cool. But, no, I had no idea about that. I really think this is better. It's better than the first movie. You only for the sheer fact that it's like, but it also changes it with the first movie so much. Yeah, but what's great about it is it. Not so only, you like not, the sequel better than the first movie? I do. What I like about the why, the reason why I like it is because it took everything about the first movie, it knew it, it took really good care of every single character, mm-hmm. and like it just it. Well, it's made everybody, it but everybody is back. Scene. Danny Boyle did it. I mean, I think it's. I think that's what it was. I think, I think the, the who, full cast is back. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, with the exception of the mom because the mom's uh, dead. And Tommy. And Tommy, yeah. But like, even then, it's like perfect. I, mean, I don't think they. Did Beckby was have the a dad wife? the same dad? Yeah, it was the same guy. Okay, I believe so. Um, maybe if, if there was one person that maybe be different, maybe that like character. But it's not characters. Yeah, but like overall, like to play a dad who I, connected with his son. Yeah, but man, dude, like especially when he gave him that hug at the end, I'm like, fuck, yeah. like okay, okay, it was, it was a really, really, really good movie. Emotionally, I was like, I hate to see sequels to things I really like because it's like because you don't you're gonna, like, especially you're, like so long so much time in between yeah because I feel like you're just gonna fuck it up is this a cash grab because if it is fuck you I don't need to see well that's what it. you said because you were you, when I've said you should watch this you're like no it looks like it's a cash grab and I'm like yeah. it's fucking not a cash grab yeah and um, I never heard any reviews about it never heard because no one else has seen it I asked people when I tell people oh you should watch it they're like there's a sequel I'm like yeah yeah and like and they're like, I'm like they're like oh okay cool I'm like watch it watch it because if you don't remember the first one Watch the first one. Did you rewatch the first one? I didn't. I was just on my but, to borrow it. I, I've seen it enough times. Like, no. Yeah. Then I'm like, but... I don't think I've seen it as many times as you have, but I've seen it enough. Yeah, no, it's this was like... Uh, this is a really, really... This jumped up really high up on like my... On your movie list? My favorite movie list. Really? Yeah, I really, really like it. I don't think it'll carry as much weight if you haven't seen the first one. No, no. And if you didn't like the first one, I don't think you'll like this movie. No. But I love the first one, and I felt like this was just like a love letter to the first one and to like 
anybody who liked those movies. Anyone who liked that movie. Like, it's, yeah. it's fan service in the best way possible. The best way. The best way possible. Where it I, serves the fan and the characters and the original story. Yeah. I mean, Irvine Welsh, Irvine Welsh is... That's okay. So remember in the first one, he was the guy that sold him the suppository? Yeah. He's the guy who was in the cars. Remember when they would Begbie and his son go to the car? The oh, truck shop? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Mikey. That's the same that's uh, Irvine Welsh again. Like he was even okay. back. Okay. So like he even signed off on this movie. Yeah. No, it, it's a very British Scottish it's a very UK film. <laughs> you can see it and you're like, yeah. it's very UK. Because like the thing about like a lot of like UK directors, they just love Dutch angles. They love them. Like it like it works, I guess. On certain things, I'm not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. But when um, Mark was given his uh, Choose Life scene, oh, yeah. that was all on Dutch angles. And, like, I get it because it's, like, pay attention to the scene. Yeah. And so it's skewed because we need to focus on it because it's going to pivot midway. And yeah. Like, it does. And you're like, okay, cool. But, like, Dutch angles, I don't like them. Do you read Mr. Mercedes? Yes. It's the it's okay. So there's three books in that series. Yeah. I didn't read Finders Keepers, which is the second one. I never read it. But the third book goes back into Brady Hartsfield. Okay. And the the show Mr. Mercedes is on Peacock now. Oh, okay. So cool. I was gonna go listen to because the second season is the third book, and then the third season is the second book because I wanted to oh, finish okay. up that story. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes. Stephen King was like, yeah, it kind of it works. I mean, I know. It, it looks weird. And I thought, how are they going to do that? Are they just going to kind of check in on that Brady Hartsfield character partway through? Because I knew there's a third book, and the third book had said, oh, it continues yeah. this story. So I'm listening to that book to um, finish it by the time I get to... After I finish Raised by Wolves, I'm going to go to Mr. Mercedes okay. and start watching that. Because I like that story. I, I think Stephen King does good detective stories. Have you read any of his other detective stories? No, I haven't. Um, Colorado Kid... Okay. Never. Um, Sounds dumb. Joyland. Sounds stupid. No, no, they're fun. No, they're good. They're little. No, they're like little dime store. They're like short dime store oh, okay. detective novels. They're uh, not like long or huge. They're short dime store detective novels. Made even. They're even done through hard cases. Like the 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 old dime store detective company. Oh, okay. Like um, he, he does, and they're good. And he's coming out with another one in the next, like next few months. I'll say about getting it on the Kindle. Yeah, you can get them, you can get those on the Kindle, definitely, or you can get them through the. You could probably get them through the library. The library. Apps. Oh yeah, that's true. But there, it's uh, yeah. So I'm I'm interested in finishing those up. Was it? I saw. The haunting of Bly Manor. I didn't finish the other show. The haunting on the, the haunting of Hill House. Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. If you know what, dude, the guy who makes those, Mike Flanagan, he's the guy who made. Um, I was just okay with Doctor Sleep. Okay. And I and I he I made another, it. And I was just okay with what I saw of Hill House. And I'm just like, mm. like I don't know why why I don't like his 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 horror. Like, you know what I mean? And I, maybe it's he's doing more kind of gothicy horror. And I'm expecting. I think from those episodes, I'm expecting something more. You know, where it's kind of more creepy and like there's some scary shit you'll see, but yeah. it's not like it jump scary. Re- it reminds me more of American Horror. And the first one, like, you end up, like, 
uh, Bly Manor, you end up, like, seeing a character, and then you're like, okay, cool. And then, like, turns out that character is dead, and you're like, oh, plot twist. Oh, okay, that makes sense. They play with the rules and stuff, but, like, the ending, though, I really liked it. Like, the way, like... Everything came together. Because, like, you see, like, well, that's supposed snippets to be based of these, like... Ghost in this book. house. Like it's supposed to be based on like a couple books that they're they put oh, together. And I, I'm, and I and I want to get into it because I like those anthology kind of Britishy like we'll finish it in ten episodes and that's her story. Yeah, this one it had the Bly Manor. I feel more like oh that's a good story. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it, took, it was a slow burner in the beginning, but like I like the way it ended. I like how everything kind of connected. How there's like multiple ghosts and how things are just weird and I like how like it kind of plays with like this is why this is like this and this is why this is like this and this is why this ghost is like this. and like you kind of play with it and you're like that makes okay I get the logic of how this is working and like I like it it's it was it was cool I liked it um I w- but I would re- say it was oh, a love story it's a love story is it I rewatched I've been rewatching a couple things I rewatched Clue I watched Clue with Emily oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. How how is it um, I still like it. It's a movie I love as a child. Yeah, to me it's like, I think I love that movie, but I think it's because I, I, I really liked it as a kid. Yeah, um, a, a little able to put a couple more holes in it as I've been writing more, but it's still fun. Uh-huh. Um, I want to show Emily like a really fun kind of like mystery, like whodunit type thing. Yeah. And that one's good too because there's not there's no blood there's no actual murdering like it's already done yeah, yeah yeah you don't really see too much um and so I was like and so she liked some of the jokes in the movie uh-huh. because like, well it started off with I like I was, her face like I am up to here yeah. steam <laughs> flames <laughs> um so I wanted to show her I showed her that because the only reason I showed her that was because I wanted her to see Legend okay. But oh, I, she Curry. Saw, yeah, and she saw the picture of Tim Curry, and she was like, "Oh, I don't want to watch that because he looks too scary." So I went online and I found there's that picture of him getting the makeup put on uh-huh. for that, and I'm like, "Oh, look, that's him. They're just putting makeup on him." Yeah. And I'm like, "Look, this is what he looks like in real life. This is him. You know, he's older now, uh-huh. and um, and this is him. He's he was also it." And I'm like showing her all these things, and was I'm like, "Look, Home Alone too." No, I'm not even showing her Home Alone 2 yet. She like, but she she understands. I mean, I'm trying to show her that this is people under makeup. There's nothing yeah, yeah, to be yeah. afraid of. It's just people. It terrified the fuck out of me. What it did? Uh, no, uh, no legend. Yeah. Um, Lord it of Darkness it... steps through the yeah the, look, the glass. I'm yeah. Like, fuck. And so um, I showed her Clue because I'm like it's funny. She could see he's kind of joking around because that last like that last 25 percent of that movie, dude, like the last. Like that third act, if you will, yeah. where he's going. Here's what happened, and he's running back and forth. That's like the fucking Tim Curry show, dude, and oh, it's yeah, great. Yeah. And it's him just being funny and witty. I mean, you know, he's the way he's delivering everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's like, she's like, she's like, I, I'm like, oh, we'll figure out who did it. And like, I've seen this movie a million times, so I know. Yeah. A, I know there's three endings. Yeah. So it gets to the first ending. She goes, "It was Miss Scarlet." And she was like, <laughs> oh, that's amazed. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, well. Um, she's like, well, you gotta watch. And then she's like, oh, it was Miss Peacock? And I'm like, yeah, but here's what really happened. <laughs> and so I showed her that part. And so she's like, it was funny, but she's like, I didn't like that people died. <laughs> and That's I'm cool. all like, okay. Yeah. That this, you didn't watch enough. Well, she, and that's the thing is like, I, I figured she'd be okay with it because she watches Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe she'll just see it's fake. And I, you know, I watch all those lines as a kid, and I laugh at all that shit. Like, yeah. it's just funny to me. And she likes the newer ones, and the newer ones, the Looney Tunes, the newer ones, like, are kind of just 
they're they do a good job of like skirt tailing death. Yeah. They're funny and they're great, but they do a real good job of skirt tailing death. Yeah. And I'm okay, sure that's fine. I mean, you could still get the same joke. Yeah. They're just not sooty and gnashed up, and you know, there's never any blood or, you know. Yeah, that Tweety Bird. The one I should do where they where they, that Tweety Bird was dead. Yeah, that was pretty intense. So yeah, but I'm also rereading The Outsiders. Oh, I was thinking about reading that book too. It's such well, it's a good. I love that book and yeah. that movie. I've seen that movie a bunch of times too. Um, still holds up. Um, I like all of her books. She actually, S.E. Hinton, um, wrote all those books. You know, she wrote The Outsiders and Tex, and that was then and this is now. I've read most of those books. I'm going back to read them because I think there's a couple that I missed. But they made, read all those books, and then Francis Ford Coppola made all those movies. Oh, okay. Pretty much. That's cool. And so or he, he at least produced them. I know he, he directed Outsiders, and he directed Motorcycle Boy. Or, um... Rumblefish. Rumblefish. I think I need to see Outsiders. But I'm afraid if I watch it, I'm not going to like it. It's still good. It's a, I mean, that that movie... They, they adapt... That movie is well, very well adapted to the book. From the book. And so... But she also wrote... And I bought it just because I like all those books. She wrote a vampire novel like 15-ish years ago. Called like Hawks Harbor or something. And I really enjoyed the shit out of that. It was good. I want to read it. And it's like a grown-up... Like, all those other ones are for, like, teens. Yeah, like, yeah. all those other books that she wrote when she was, like, as, as a teenager. I mean, she wrote all the outsiders based on shit that's happening to her in Oklahoma. Yeah. And, like, all the all of her friends. But this is, like, a, it's a vampire book. And a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I dug it because it kind of jumped... Time jumps a bit. Okay. And it was interesting. Like, it was, it was kind of cool to see her write something else that wasn't, like, for lack of a better term, teen fiction. Right. And and not linear and it was, so it was kind of cool and she kind of did something else and I like her I like her, that her uh, fan group was like oh were basically like stop being Anne Rice bitch I need more Pony Boy no did she she well, uh, people got mad because someone had interpreted that that they were like in love with each other that Pony Boy and Johnny Cake were in love with each other and. She put they they put the back and she's like, look, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but that's not a, that I know, I know who both these people are based off of, and that's that's not you're you're, you're reading that wrong. Like the, and it wasn't even in like a shitty, it wasn't even in like a shitty like J.K. Rowling way. Yeah, it was just in a it was in a like no, you know, I I appreciate your your thoughts on this, but I grew up with these people that I wrote this this all about, and that is not that situation at all. Yeah, I feel like uh, today. Everybody is trying to make everything gay. I don't think they're trying to make everything. Well, like if there's well, a, if there's a clue. Well, the thing is, I watch Supernatural. Okay. I, I love Supernatural. Yeah. And, and I know they're they're finishing up. They're wrapping. Yeah. This up. is the last the last like three episodes half of episodes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or is it half of episodes? Or just finishing the last half, half of them? The last half of it and it's done. So um, it got delayed for COVID, but no, I know. I they're, know. They're did done. they finish filming things? Is that what they had they to did. do? Okay. So the um, they finished filming. Uh, the two Are they in Georgia filming? Do they film in Georgia? Is that why they were able to finish? I don't know. Um, but I know that they're done. And uh, both main characters, uh, Jared... I forget his name. Wayne Pilecki. Pilecki. And uh, Jensen Eccles. Well, Je- they're going to be on Boys, I think. Uh, Jensen yeah, Eccles Jensen is. is yeah. J- Jensen Eccles. And I'm sure, I bet you he'd be on... I bet you the other guy would But be on they both too. get their, like, their Impalas. So, like, the car's, like, in the show. Yeah. The car's name is Baby. So, like, you know, they both get, like, 
a version of the baby. Mm-hmm. But um, is it their dad's car? Is that what the thing was? It was their dad's car, okay. and then like so. I know there's a big thing around their dad. That's the only, that's the only thing I, yeah. I guessed. And and so so they get like the car, and like I think it was supposed to just go to like Jensen because like Dean. Well, the show's weird because. Jared is supposed to be the main character for the first five seasons, and then like they're like, okay, you know, we're done with that we story. Right, so let's go over here. So they end up making Dean the main character, and Dean becomes like for the rest of the show. For the rest of the show. Okay. And so it's like you don't really see it until it's already like it's kind of like what they did with like, the hey, Simpsons, where the Simpsons was really pretty much like Bart for a long while, and then they just fucking switch it to Homer. Yeah, and then same thing, and then so like, but now like the show's coming to an end, but uh, Dean. The character Dean is uh, sent to hell, and like, um, then an angel comes and like saves him from like hell, grabs his shoulder and brings him out, and then he's got like a burn mark on his arm, but uh, because like the that angel doesn't have like common like understanding of everyday human interactions. He's very just kind of like imprinted on like with Dean how Dean's doing, but that's just because yeah. that's how the characters wrote the story is. Just yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Dean's now the main character, that they've now made it like a a fan fiction thing. It's like where, a fan fiction season. Yeah. Uh, no. No. The, but they've like the fan fiction people have all oh. de- decided that, oh, that Dean and, the, and Castiel and are the like, angel are fucking are fucking, and so like even the show's gotten to the point where like they they're aware of it. And so they kind of lean on it a little bit here and there, just kind of like appease uh, like the the fans. And that's where I was like, that's where I was just saying like, a lot of times like people just well, want things to be. Okay, so then okay, because I remember they were trying to do that with uh, Captain America and Bucky. Yeah, like even and then, I'm like that one doesn't make sense. And then now you you, you saw the new thing is that that um, Iceman. You haven't seen that they're making Iceman gay. No. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's. They're saying that he was using like him trying to like hit on everything that moves as a cover up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I, 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 I I'm interested to see how it works. Like, see what how they're yeah. doing it. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't. I don't mind if that's what they're doing, but like, I feel like a lot of like, like fans just want gay characters, and they just kind of like then make they the, make the, the fan the, fiction my, my, just scream it out that the real like the creators have like okay, well. Then make gay characters. I have no problem with yeah. them making and adding gay characters. Like the thing is, like you can't have a simple, like a bromance, like two dudes just like really getting along without people wanting them to be like a gay thing. Yeah, no, no, because because that concept is foreign to people now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... You know what I mean? That, that the concept of the bromance thing that was kind of the bigger thing and, like, that concept is dead on people because they... you know, I, And I think it's because they're expecting everybody to, to... You know, that it's safe to come out now. Yeah. But it's not always like that. You know what I mean? I, I think that's what it is. I think everybody assumes it because they just think, you know... Right. They think that everybody wants to fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, on TikTok right now, one of their uh, main, like, categories is... Uh, my boyfriend has a boyfriend and it's usually like these girls complaining that like does your boyfriend have a boyfriend like the ones that they call all the time and they like hang out and then it's just like this like slideshow of like the husband or the boyfriend with his best friend and they're doing all this dumb shit and the girlfriend but that's a joke but that's a joke yeah, yeah, yeah. that are really good friends like I've had friends that I'm really good friends with that they used to say the same shit about me yeah and like, it's one of those like oh no it's just a joke yeah but the thing is like uh, where I feel like a lot in like 
TV and like in like in books too, like people giant fans they try to make things like uh, Harry and Draco. There's so many pictures of like them fucking of them fucking or like making out. It's just a little too much. Aside from that, I'm I'm not reading much of oh, anything. I've got one more thing I've been wa- I, I watched this morning actually. Who would you watch? Um, American Utopia. It's uh, David Byrne has like a Broadway show that he had traveled around. You know, traveled around. He did like a concert with. Okay. And so it's him doing Talking Heads songs and some of his other songs off the, some solo stuff. Okay. And it's just kind of, it's more because you know he's more humans than anything. He's like really big on humans and people. Yeah. And so it's just him like, don't be an asshole. Yeah. It's kind of his big show. Is like, don't be an asshole to everybody. Just let people, you know. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, assholes I, or David Byrne. Well, everything. I mean, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Everything. So, um, I actually started a show. I forgot about it. Until you mentioned it, it's called Utopia, where people are assholes. Are you watching that show? <laughs> yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I watched. I watched one episode. You know, well, okay, I'm intrigued. You, you know who wrote it, don't you? No, Gone Girl, girl lady wrote it. Uh, I don't like it now. You don't like it now? Um, no, it's interesting because it starts off with like supposedly this guy wrote a comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's interesting. I've heard about the, okay. the thing. And so the guy writes a comic book, but it leads to like. It like, predicts the future. Okay. So a lot of like the panels like have like uh, talk about Ebola and like, it predicts Ebola and it predicts this and like everybody's just kind of use it as like a Nostradamus type of uh, like yeah. a book. Like it predicts everything. If you look in the background, it has hidden meanings and whatever. Yeah. So this this giant fandom that's obsessed with this book, but it was only one issue. Well, this this couple um, end up moving into this house. The grandfather died, and then so they realized, oh shit, he wrote comic books. That's interesting. So they decided, well, let's see how much this was worth. So they tried to sell it, and they realized the fans were like, I'll pay whatever the fuck you want. And yeah. then they're like, oh, we're going to sell this and fucking make money. And then it just like, as there's like, oh, that could be interesting. They though. go to a comic convention because they figured the best place to sell it. Go to a comic convention at the hotel, and they decide they're taking like lists. Send up on the list, we'll meet you, give us your offer, and we'll tell you who, whatever. And people are coming in. They see like a page of like the comic, and they're freaking out, and they're just offering money, and then like just throwing money at them, throwing money at them. And finally, somebody throws like a shit ton of money at them, and they're like, "Okay, cool, it's yours." And then like, but people are getting upset about like you know that they sold it, and then like randomly like this guy comes in, like this little boy comes in, and finds out he sold it. That little boy lies to the front desk once he finds out who bought it and where they're staying at. Fakes his way into getting a key to get into the room to steal it. Then two other people show up late. They get upset and they're like, okay, well, fuck you. We're going to rob you. And then so they're like, what the fuck? And he goes like, either we're going to shoot you and kill you or you'll let us inject you with this, like, you know, what we have in this briefcase. And we're going to take your money. And then, like, so they everyone decides to take injections and they all pass out. It's just it's a weird fuck for all for what's happening. And then you're like. What is like everyone's just so desperate for this these comic pages? It's dope. It's interesting. But they're only doing a few episodes, like an episode at a time. Cause, cause I like, think they, it's out. I think it's out. Yeah, because uh, co- my coworker is the one who told me about it, and she finished it. And okay. I, I'm only on episode one, and I was like, I need I need more time to invest in this because it's interesting. But that first episode, I think it's like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, that's what's up with um yeah like and I like that with um with the Amazon shows. Yeah. Like, they'll just be like, no, fuck it, this is how long this episode is. Even, like, the HBO ones, like, the HBO Max ones. Yeah. Like, if they go a little longer than 45, uh, 45 minutes or an hour, they, they go a little longer than 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah, fuck it, why not? 
right, Jimmy. So next week we're going to watch a movie called The Old Man and the Gun. The Old Man and the Sea? No, Old Man and the Gun. So it's a lot more better. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got um, Robert Redford. is actually his last role. Oh, okay. And he's a bank robber. Okay. But bonus, bonus. Tom Waits is in it. Oh, so I already love it. I already love it. Next week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.